Welcome to You, Me, Empathy, a safe place for leading with your heart. Hey, thanks for being here. You, Me, Empathy is the official podcast of the Feely Human Collective, a collaborative mental health community designed to empower each of us to grow our capacity for empathy, vulnerability, and emotional wayfinding. Just a friendly reminder that this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Known as just a silly boy with a feely heart. You can support the show by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts, following us on social media at Yumi Empathy and Feely Human, and joining the Feely Human Collective community at feelyhuman.co. And now your host, Known Wells. Feely Humans, known here. Welcome to episode 205 of You Me Empathy. This is, uh, this is an episode where I, uh, I am solo, and I wanted to take the time to share with you about my life with major depressive disorder. I started writing uh, this week about uh, my experience with this diagnosis, and it became something more than I thought it was going to be. And I thought that would actually be a fun solo episode. So this is the first episode where I actually wrote something in advance. I'm reading a script, so to speak, and I, I hope you like it. I, I took careful attention and time on this piece, and I'm proud of it. And I hope you like it. I hope you feel less alone. I hope you feel more connected and remember that, you know, our diagnoses are not all of us. They're part of us. So um, I, hope, I hope this helps you. I hope that you can please share it. This means a lot to me if you can share it with your friends, your family members, feely humans in your life who also may be struggling during this time. It's a weird time. It's a hard time. It's a beautiful time. It's all the times. And uh, so here it goes. This is a piece I wrote. It's called Life with Major Depressive Disorder. I hope you like it. Oh, and the trigger warning is, of course, depression. Uh, I mentioned suicide and self-harm and a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of vulnerable feely stuff. So here we go. Long ago, when I was a kid and into my teenage years and twenties, I lived with a monster inside of me. Actually, let me rephrase that. I still very much have this monster inside of me. It's just that back then, I didn't know the monster existed. As a whippersnapper, I presented as shy. That's how folks perceived me. Shy, sensitive, quiet. In high school, I was the person who could probably blend into the background of a yearbook photo 
or default his way into being the last put into groups for the class science experiment. This feeling continued into college, where I often felt like my perspectives on, let's say, a John Keats poem was somehow not right or off the mark, meant by silence or just offhanded remarks. If only they knew how difficult it was to speak up in the first place. The world and people within the world felt like too much. It felt unfamiliar. I felt out of place. My shyness, my sensitivity, my quietness was all part of the camouflage. Part of me and also keeping me from me. It was though I only passed as human. A monster in a human suit. But this monster had no name. It had no physical representation, no context. Nobody knew about the monster. Not even me. Not until I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder a decade ago. Oh, hello, monster inside of me. How are you? I think about my 30 years living a life presenting as human uncomfortable in my skin, an unknown monster at the helm, and I want to cry. I ponder my time as a teenage drunk, an anorexic, the dumb shit who actually started a fight club in college and nearly got kicked out his first semester, the human who didn't know how to show up in the world because he didn't know who he was, and I want to scream. I consider my childhood and the armor I built to protect my last vestige of softness and sensitivity, a protection that saved me and also kept me from seeing what damage the monster had sown. I consider all the wandering from New York to Alaska to the time I lived out of my car, running away from who I was, running away from a monster I had no frame of reference for, no safety to see. I consider the grief of now knowing who I am now and who I never was then, and I want to cry some more. I also consider the coconuts, the trunks and the leaves. When I was diagnosed, the lights came on. Even if I had an inkling that the diagnosis was coming, finding out I had depression was still a gift I'll always cherish a validation of all the time spent feeling so lost and uncared for and unseen and unheard. That was about a decade ago, or less. I don't know. I'm terrible with time and when is what. The point is, I've had some time to live with a diagnosis, with knowledge, with space to take in just what it means to be a wild meat sack who has clinical major depressive disorder. And for me, that has meant so much dark and so much bright and all the mush in between, some of which I'm going to share with you here. Here's my mush, also known as life with major depressive disorder. Life with major depressive disorder means that my depression is treatment resistant. Many medications don't work for me. In fact, no medication has really worked except one. Vibrid. And even that one, which I upped earlier this year, has been pretty spotty. Life with major depressive disorder means that because of my spotty Western meds, 
I've been honored enough to meander the mycelium network, take a few trips, a handful of microdoses, and I think my darkness is a shade lighter for it. Life with major depressive disorder means that I experience regular, ongoing, persistent suicidal ideation. Which means I often think about how might this one random inanimate object be used to suffocate the breath from my lungs, or how I could make quite the splat jumping off that bridge. Side note, life with major depressive disorder also illuminates, or exacerbates, pick your poison, my gallows humor. I'm so sorry. Life with major depressive disorder means that one of my go-to coping mechanisms is to self-harm, the most recent of which episodes had me punching my quadricep as hard as humanly possible while driving, yes, while driving, and listening to NoFX's Punk and Drublick album, Of Course. See previous note about teenage drunk. Life with major depressive disorder means that I can convince every ounce of my being, without a shred of evidence, that I am not worthy of love and that I deserve to be in pain. Life with major depressive disorder means that sometimes my monster shows up in ways that surprise me, and I revert back to my childhood, and I hide myself, and I forget everything I've learned over the past decade, and it feels like I'm all alone again. Life with major depressive disorder also means that I know my monster, and even though monsters have a negative connotation, my monster ain't so bad. My monster is part of me. This is true, but my monster isn't all of me. Life with major depressive disorder means that I was able and had the privilege to start therapy, a tool that has saved my life more than once. Life with major depressive disorder means that I have spelunked deep within the confines of my heart, and my goodness is it vast and plentiful and humbling to learn that there's still so much yet to explore. Life with major depressive disorder means that I don't want to be seen, even though I've spent my whole life undoing that same feeling. Life with major depressive disorder means that I have a roadmap. Even if the roadmap is covered in coffee stains and crinkled to hell, and might not be relevant tomorrow. Life with major depressive disorder means that I have learned and continue to learn about the beauty in between the dark and the bright. That's the space where I really find myself most often. Better make do with the telescopes and the microscopes and the big listening ears from the adventures of Baron Munchausen. Life with major depressive disorder means that while at times I feel isolated and like no one will ever understand, it also means that there's a window into the hearts of so many others who are struggling. If only I have the courage to look. Life with major depressive disorder means that I can be overprotective of my heart, even to the point where I'm cold to those who truly love me. Life with major depressive disorder means that my tolerance for horror films is very high. Life with major depressive disorder means that I've been told more times than I can count that I just need to get over it and that I just need to stop being so negative and that I just need to give it to God and that I just need to drink this celery juice. 
Life with major depressive disorder means that on the lower days where everything is the worst and everything sucks, the trauma from childhood rears its ugly head into my noggin like a plucky viewfinder from your nightmares. Life with major depressive disorder means that I can be difficult to be around and probably a big dump of a burden, but if I can let them in, I realize they have much more love to give than I give them credit for. Life with major depressive disorder means that I've been at death's door, even ding-dong ditched the door a few times, and I'm here to talk about it, here to live beside it, here to know in my heart that this living thing is for me. Life with major depressive disorder means that sometimes the vibrant wildflowers of these Southern California desert trails feel muted, less akin to the bringers of life they truly are, and more like the harbingers of death my depression thinks they are. Life with major depressive disorder means that sick days from work don't seem to look like anyone else's sick days, and honestly, that makes me feel like I have superpowers. Life with major depressive disorder means that I grieve for the time it took to get here, and within the same breath, am reminded I am alive because of it. Life with major depressive disorder means that today, I am here, alive, breathing, with you, co-companion to Monster or Not, and I'm so grateful. And that's it, friends. That is my life with major depressive disorder. I hope you liked it. I hope it made you feel less alone. I hope it made you feel a little seen. Maybe it, la- maybe it make- made you laugh a little bit. That's cool, too. I hope you loved it. Please share with your family, with your friends, with your feely humans out there. And thank you so much for listening to Yumi Empathy. So grateful for you. Connect with me on Instagram at feelyhuman and at Yumi Empathy and learn more about the work I do at feelyhuman.co. Thanks, everyone. I love you. Goodbye.